how to handle fitness setbacks. Well, what is the definition of a setback anyway? And how can you manage yours? As defined in the dictionary, a setback is an event that delays your progress or reverses some of the progress that you have made. How can you manage that? Let's talk about it. You're tuned in to the Ideas in Motion podcast, and I'm your host, Karen Wilson. On this podcast, we discuss topics around mindset, movement, and momentum. When we work with all three as an ecosystem, nothing can stop to you. (laughs) Today, we are talking setbacks, little ones, big ones, you name it. It's so kind of ironic to think about it, but this morning, I had like my morning wellness routine uh, or wellness stack, I like to call it, completely planned. But what I didn't plan for, that my bike clip on my exercise bike was off a little bit and I couldn't clip in my left foot. So, you know, I just, I kept going. And then, of course, um, my headphones went dead because I hadn't charged them. I didn't think of that last night. And then we also had a big dump of snow, which of course I didn't plan for that in my daily routine today or my schedule, my day planner. So let's talk about setbacks because they're going to be here small or big. And, you know, my husband reminded me this morning that it's not uh, the, the plan is more valuable like the planning is more valuable than the plan so when we actually sit down and figure things out that's the value because when we do go and execute our plan there's always things that kind of get in our way so let's talk about it step one is to realize that most setbacks are opportunities to step up it requires you to dig a little deeper, get yourself to get to know yourself a little bit more and how your body works. So let's talk about, you know, physical um, things, you know, to, to learn deeper how to love and work with your body instead of being at war with it. A setback enables you to open your mind to a new route you may not have gone or unclog the drain of the past that needed to be discovered and released. Setbacks are often gifts in disguise. Consistency to your healthful lifestyle is on the other side of setbacks, and that's why they are often a gift in disguise. The second way to manage setbacks is to work with what's going on. Uh, Some examples, let's talk about it, injury. I had my very first injury three months before the New York Marathon in 2018. Um, this setback was stacked on top of a training setback. The skies had been filled with wildfire smoke. There was way too much smoke to run long runs outside and breathe in, you know, the fine particulate. So I overcame that by going to the gym and running for two hours on the treadmill. It turns out that that's really good way to blow up a hip flexor especially since I hadn't treadmill ran for like years I was always like on the outside and it is slightly different so there was no way I was going to pull out of this event Um, my husband Barry and I we had invested a good amount of money 
and time to be registered and all the travel arrangements for the New York Marathon. It was a bucket list item. We didn't actually um, get qualified for it. We actually bought a dream vacation based around running. So we, we had put out financially and physically a lot of skin was in the game, you know. Um, it wasn't for weight loss for me. It was about going to New York and coming back with a medal and a cape. I really wanted that medal and cape. It's like the cape is like a, a, a blue cape and like it's the blue walking zombies at the end. I, I saw this video on YouTube. Somebody had documented their New York City marathon experience. And at the end, there's this like all these people wearing their 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 capes and be like we're all you know just tired and just barely walking well I wanted to be part of that I know it's crazy as it sounds um I did make a video on that too it's on my YouTube channel um New York City my experience marathon my experience but my goal of this marathon was to finish strong and proud and I was gonna do it so I overcame the injury by going to see my very first physiotherapist. And I learned more about how to be kind to myself as I get older. Even though I was 45 at the time, I felt like my good health might keep me feeling 30 a little longer. Muscular atrophy does not discriminate, but I feel like you could still slow it down. So the physiotherapist and I came up with a training plan and a race plan that would get me crossing that finish line pain-free. And it worked. In hindsight, I was really anemic at the time, which may have contributed to the injury. I don't know for sure, though. So let's talk about another setback, death of a loved one. Five months before the New York City Marathon, my dog, Whiskey, died, and it gutted me. She had been my 11-year morning routine, and it completely got, the rug was ripped from underneath me. My entire day, world, was upside down. But I did have the marathon that kept me running and eating relatively well. But grief is a stressor too. I, I should have lightened my training load to compensate for the grief and not stop altogether. Just go easier on myself. Then there was when my dad died, um, I had to travel and I made a plan to stay with my morning routine. I got up before everyone else so I could at least get a power walk in. I needed it for my mental health. That meant resisting staying up late. I didn't worry about keeping my regular exercise and meal plan in. I just knew I needed something to help me stay strong for my mom. So in turn, that helped me control my eating so that I didn't feel gross. If you feel really gross, it's really hard to exercise. It feels better to digest stuff your body recognizes easily. So another setback that I've experienced as well um, is an increase at work. I've fluctuated in my work hours over the years, and right now I have a more flexible schedule than I've ever had. but. I'd argue that, that it's harder. Working outside the home gave me less time to be wasteful with. It's systems that make anything doable throughout any fluctuations. Once you have the systems in place, you are golden. 
then all you need to do is insert a time block for self-care. A system is a stack of things you do in order or a plan that you follow. So when work is busy for me, it's at-home workouts and walking the dog. In more leisurely times, you might want to join a class or you might want to blend the two. Uh, during the pandemic, it's been, you know, it's, it's been like a setback every few months that the gym is shut down. So, you know, you are in charge of being able to set up your backup plan. And, you know, it's, um, it, they're going to happen. Setbacks are going to happen. So no matter what they are, it's, it's about you to make the decision to, to pivot and adjust based on what you're feeling then, but don't abandon. Abandoning is where we just completely stop. And then it feels like everything is gone, you know? You're also in charge of what you're going to put in your mouth. So um, a, even the most simplest sketch of meal planning and grocery shopping once a week is critical to your success. And in bonus points, if you add in a little prep in there, that's always hard for me to add the prep in there. Another setback is change in childcare. But it's an opportunity to visit your schedule and figure out a morning or evening routine that works for you most of the time. When I had no childcare, I was in the 5 a.m. club working out in the basement for the house, you know, before everybody was and the house was awake. I'd sleep in my workout clothes a lot of nights, do my workout, then take the dog for a run or a walk all before 7 a.m. And it worked for all of us for that season of life. But it did mean that I stopped staying up late to watch the news. Really, I wasn't really missing much, right? Another setback is accountability buddy quits on you. Or like I previously mentioned, the gym closes. I'll, I don't believe in accountability buddies. I mean, I know that sounds harsh, but... If something goes wrong with your buddy's routine, um, in their routine, they take you down with them. But there are great ways to do it. In my days as a group fitness instructor, I noticed that participants would keep each other accountable after they met. So they had already found the type of workout and atmosphere that kept them consistent. So protect yourself from this with a what happens if my accountability quits or my gym closes plan before it happens. Empower yourself and fall in love with your own process and routine and they'll let the other people come to you. Okay, another big fitness setback. I don't even like to talk about this. It's weight gain. If you've been following along, you know I believe this will happen. Like if you know anything about me, you you know that I believe with every weight loss, there's a little bit that comes back regardless of who you are. It's just your, your body's natural way of going back to homeostasis or whatever the technical term is for it. But empower yourself with knowledge about the beautiful envelope of your soul that you are in. We're made up of so many moving parts and cells that continue to thrive on good energy. Talk to yourself the way you would talk to your plants when you water them. Nurture yourself. 
dive into some deep self-study. Think about this part. You are the same person inside, 20 pounds heavier or lighter. Let's say that again. You are the same person inside, 20 pounds heavier or lighter. The management from all angles is this. You have to be your own accountability buddy. Get out your journal and your day planner. You need to feel where you are. Process. And don't stay long for, down for long. Don't, don't ever quit. Understand your needs in the season that you're in and reframe the word setback to step over. See, once you navigate through a setback without quitting everything, including mindset, you've conquered what many can't. Be prepared for anything by diving deep into self-awareness and creating your systems and habits. Self-sabotage and imposter syndrome may be the biggest setbacks <laughs> that we bump up against. And I devoted two chapters of it in my book, Be Weightless. So you'll find the, um, in the show notes, you'll find a link to find my latest book, Be Weightless. And, you know, we talk about in the book how to handle fitness setbacks, but how to handle like life setbacks and whatnot. And, and I think it's a great conversation to have, especially at this time of year where it feels like everything is coming at us like uh, you're drinking out of a, a, a fire hose, a fire hydrant, you know, and and there's all these things that we want to do to improve the next year. Let's face it, 2020 and 2021 were not what we expected. And so we all have this optimism that 2022 is going to be different. But what makes it different is how you tap into your own self-awareness so that you can handle all of your setbacks, all of your fitness setbacks. You know, it, instead of, of having everybody else or other things be in charge of how you're going to do things for, for your wellness, um, make your own wellness plan by tuning in. So. We do this process um, in, in the Be Weightless journal um, action steps, which is a bonus that comes with the book. And uh, we also do it in the Ideas in Motion journal and planner. So there's, there's a couple of different resources for you. But really, the first step is really just sitting down and taking stock on what it is that you want your fitness routine to look like like what feels good to you what wellness plan feels good for you in the season that you are in right now and if you're in a setback right now start exactly where you are you don't need to be starting something that's going to be very difficult and now i am 48 years old 48 i think yes i am and I find that whenever I'm starting something new, even though I've done it in the past, the best way for me is to start as a beginner. It doesn't matter that your brain knows that you did it before. Um, don't compare yourself to where you were at some point where everything was ideal. 
um, don't compare that version of you to where you are today. You just need to take where you are today, take the feeling of where you want to be and start to feel it today so that you can move towards it tomorrow and still be able to have your wins. Set yourself up to win. And that's how you handle all the fitness setbacks that may come your way, the little ones and the big ones. And, you know, sometimes that means, oh, well, I only got to get out for a 30-minute walk today, but I did it. And walking is great. You know, I actually, next week, on next week's podcast, I'm going to share with you a Learn to Run program. So make sure that you are subscribed to the podcast. And really, it's it's very, very simple. There's a walking plan built in. And I'm going to share that with you. And of course, a little story about how I came to run. And the reason why is because it's always a fallback. It's always a plan B. All you need are a pair of shoes and a place to go. You can either walk or run and it gets you moving. So I love to share that because that's where I found my first quote-unquote wellness uh, routine is was just going for a walk every day because it was doable for me. And then it led to my accidental weight loss, which I write all about in my book. As always, thank you for spending this time with me. I, I, um, I really uh, appreciate your time and I'm honored to share this space with you. I will leave in the show notes places that you can find me and then we can connect. And uh, definitely come and find me on Instagram. I'd love to know that you're listening. My username is karenwilson.online. Until next time, just keep on keeping on. Get those ideas in motion. Start small. And uh, that's how we keep them going. Take care.